What's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I'm your host of the day, Jared Hamilton. I appreciate you being in the house once again. So I want to talk to you today about the biggest mistakes most people make while dieting. Like, you know what's interesting? Uh, I'm told this is honestly not for dieting, but like if you're like need a job interview, uh, one of the best things you can ask is, hey, what are the biggest mistakes most new hires um, make? And like that makes the employer go, oh, hmm. And they already think about you working there anyway. But the thing is, when you actually ask that question, you know, for anything, what's the biggest mistakes? whatever people make when buying a house. What's the biggest mistakes people make when uh, they get the new job at Starbucks or whatever? What's the biggest mistakes people make when they buy a puppy or do they try to raise a dog? What's the biggest mistake or what are the biggest mistakes most people make when building a fence? Like, Understand if you know ahead of whatever you're doing, we're just talking about dieting right now, but if you know ahead of what you're going to be doing, the biggest mistakes you can already like foresee half of the issues and avoid them. Because the thing is, if these are the biggest mistakes most people do on anything, you're most people. So like, for example, um, like when I built, I I built my fence, I have a privacy fence around my house so my dogs can run outside and play. Um, If I would have looked up online, the biggest mistakes most people make while building a fence, my, I mean, don't get me wrong. My fence looks nice, but there's a couple things I, I bet I could have changed. Like, like I bet I would have been a little bit more precise with my measurements. I, you know, I probably should have used a certain type of level or a line or whatever. You know what I mean? So when it comes to this stuff on anything you're embarking on, find out what the biggest mistakes most people make are, because, um, it'll save you a lot of time and a lot of headache because there's one thing learning from your mistakes, but if you can learn from other people's mistakes, so you don't have to you know, have them happen to you. That's the goal, right? If, you know, when I started my, when I started my coaching business, I'm looking at all the biggest mistakes everyone makes while starting coaching businesses. So like that way I can avoid, you know, I can get to my goals faster. I can avoid, you know, big, you know, anything from lawsuits to bankruptcies to, um, you know, losing clients to whatever, you know, everything is like this. So I want to talk to you about the biggest mistakes most people make while dieting. Okay. Number one, Rushing, rushing the process, getting impatient. Because understand this, this game is supposed to be slow. I don't care who your friends are. I don't care what trainer or online influencer told you you can lose 10 pounds a month on the keto diet. I don't care any of that stuff. This game is supposed to be slow. I did another podcast on the gestation called the gestation period of fat loss that went over this in its entirety. But like just an example, what would happen if someone told you They had a pill, a product, or a service, or something that made a nine-month-long pregnancy happen in three months. Would you? You would immediately go, "Uh, mm, nope, sorry." Like in theory, it sounds good, but you're talking about the baby in your stomach, right? So if somebody said, "Hey, I have a new pill that makes pregnant makes your nine-month-long pregnancy happen in three months," would you not be the little most little bit skeptical? More than likely, but why? Why? Think about it. Why would you be more skeptical? It's probably because you know that it's just part of the game. Most pregnancies take about nine months, some a little more, some a little less, but on average, that fucker that's living in your stomach is going to take about nine months before conception to coming out and saying hello, right? So 
Because, but if I said, no, I have a system, I have a diet, I have a program that makes pregnant women have their baby in three months, your red flags would go up because you know pregnancy takes that long. It's the same thing with this. When someone's like, hey, um, stay every, keep everything the same, but just put this wrap on or take this pill or rub this weird tingly cream all over your fat or, you know, rub peanut butter on yourself and clap and do a rain dance and magically the fat falls off. Like, come on now. If anything is telling you that you can rush this process, that you can lose two, three, four, five pounds, six, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten pounds a week or whatever, run. This game is supposed to be slow. If you try to rush it, you're going to fall short. Because here's the thing. Even if you have friends right now, I know you're thinking of some people right now that you're like, no, but Becky at work got rid of carbs and she lost like 30 pounds and all this, whatever is going through your head right now. Understand this. They are going to gain all of their weight back and then some. I'm telling you right now, but if you have a bunch of friends or people around you that's rushing fat loss and you're like, it's making you feel bad or concerned that yours has taken a long time, I'm telling you right now, the faster they lose it, the, the faster it comes back when they, when they decide to quit starving themselves or doing three hours of cardio a day or getting rid of carbs or spending a thousand dollars a month on weird fat loss wraps and shit. Like I'm telling you. Don't rush it. This game is supposed to be slow. Where people get out of, bent out of shape and fall off is when they get impatient and they start rushing this process. That's when bad shit happens. Okay. Number two, I'm, I feel like this one should not even be on the list, but it's top. I put it a second. Quitting. One of the biggest mistakes most people make is quit. Again, because of impatience, most people uh, aren't motivated. They quit. Most people, um, progress slows down. They quit. They get in a plateau, they quit. A fucking bug looked at them wrong and they quit. Most people are bought out of their goals for literally anything. So what I'm telling you right now is the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes everyone makes is they quit. Like I had, I, I had someone I was talking to on, on uh, Instagram, excuse me, on the Instagram DMs yesterday or whatever. And they were, they were saying, yeah, Jared, I'm just struggling really hard. I, uh, I don't know. And they're like, dude, I'm, I, they said it's taken everything I've got not to just quit and throw in the towel because this is so hard. I said, how long has it been? And they went like three weeks. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's the problem. Three weeks, 21 days. Think about that. Whenever someone tells me they've like, they're, they're doing everything right and they're not losing weight or whatever. The first thing I ask is I say, okay, well, how many months has it, have you been consistent, including weekends with about 80 to 90% consistency, including tracking calories and food journaling and getting all your workouts in, including weekends and everyone just gets quiet. Okay. I'll get to the being consistent here in a second, but like, that's the thing is most people aren't showing up enough and being patient enough and then they quit. But think of it this way. If like, imagine this, imagine if you went out to your car one day and your car didn't start. There's a lot of reasons your car wouldn't start, right? There's a lot of reasons. It could be, I'm not even a car guy, and it, it could be you got a gas, your battery could be dead, your alternator could be messed up, you could have, you know, some something very minor. You could have a, a fuse out, whatever. But imagine you go out to your car, try to turn it on, and it doesn't work. Are you going to go, huh, something must be wrong. I'm going to figure out what's wrong. Or are you going to go, huh, I guess I wasn't supposed to drive ever again. Fuck. And then quit driving. Because I know which one you do. You go, huh, there must be something wrong that I'm not seeing. There must be something under the hood that's not quite right. Or I must be out of gas or my battery might be dead. 
And what would happen if you had gas, you had a battery, a good battery, and your alternator was fine, and it still wouldn't turn over? Chances are you go, huh, I wonder why this isn't turning over. There must be a legitimate reason, and then take it to the mechanic, right? You're still going to go, huh, this isn't how it's supposed to be. And then you go get help or, or solve the problem, right? You don't go, oh my gosh, uh, this is stupid. And then you quit driving and you never drive ever again. But that's what people do for fat loss and fitness. They go, oh, I'm not losing weight. And instead of being like, you know, maybe I'm eating too much. Maybe I'm not consistent with my workouts. Maybe I'm not sleeping well. Maybe, uh, maybe whatever. Maybe I should go get help. Maybe I should go to the fitness mechanic and like get like ask a coach or message Jared or whatever. No, instead of that, most people will just quit and they go, oh, I guess this wasn't meant to be. And then they, they throw their hands up in the air and throw an adult hissy fit and quit. But think about that. Think about that for real though. Quitting is if, if you're busting your ass and you're not getting results or they're slow, what do you think quitting is going to do? Quitting is the one guaranteed thing that's going to promise you are not going to get the goal you want. Because guess what? Calorie counting, you'll probably get there. Um, being mindful of what you eat, you'll get probably get there. Starting to work out, you'll probably get there. Um, being patient, you'll probably get there. Making better decisions, you'll probably get there. Like all of that stuff is going to steer you in the right direction. But the one thing that puts a screeching halt on everything is quitting. But so many people leave it on the table as an option. So that's the second thing I never, that's that most people do. The biggest mistake is quitting. Number three, extremes or all or nothing mentalities. As in, uh, if I can't go to the gym seven days a week, I'm not going at all, which is fucking stupid. Or, um, or things like, well, if I can't, I can't have, it's either, I can't, you know, either I'm going to eat all my calories, uh, that's terrible and eat a bunch of shit and like I'll have a big cheat day or I'm going to be eat chicken, rice and broccoli every day. Like again, it's extremes. I either eat zero carbs or all the carbs I either eat. I'm either on it or off it. I'm an all or nothing mentality person. No, you're not. You just fit fucking play one on TV. No one's an all or nothing mentality person. No one's an extreme level person like that. If you tra if you dropped and cracked your phone screen, you would keep using it. You're not going to say I'm an all or nothing person and then bash your phone till it doesn't turn on. If you walked outside and your and your tire was uh, flat, you're not going to say I'm an all or nothing person and pop the other three. You're not if you're uh, if your kid talks back to you, you're not going to put them up for adoption because you're an all or nothing mentality person. If you're five minutes late to work, you're not going to quit your job. You take people take and use all or nothing mentalities as an excuse to, to, to not do what they need to do over here in the fitness land. Right? So don't play like you're an all or nothing extreme person. Cause you're not, most people just act like they are when it comes to fitness and fat loss and nutrition. But I'm telling you extremes are all bad. Should you, should all of your calories come from candy and donuts? Well, of course not. But should you never have candy and donuts ever again? Well, no, that's stupid. You can have anything in moderation, right? Should you work out seven days a week? No. Well, should you like never work out? No. Well, that three to four day a week slot is pretty dope. Guys, listen, balance and everything. You literally extremes in every capacity are bad, 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 bad. Like imagine this with your kids. You can either be not parent your kid and let them go be a psychopath, or you can over parent your kid and not let them do anything. And then they're scared of life. Or there's that balance between independent and parenting, right? It's with anything. You know, there's always a dichotomy, but guess what? On either spectrums of that dichotomy are terror. So don't be an extremist with your fitness and nutrition, the all or nothing stuff that's going through your head right now. That's, that's garbage. 
The next one, I touched on it already, uh, but I'm going to dive more into it. Just being consistent. The third, uh, the fourth biggest reason, most, uh, the, the, I'm sorry, the fourth biggest mistake most people make while dieting is just not being consistent. The fact that like most people have a fl- on the weekends is stopping everything. Because here's the thing. Um, it's about what you do the majority of the time that matters, not some of the time. But if every weekend is like this big blowout, where you fall off the wagon and have to restart Monday, that's a that's a weekly holiday. That's not a random whatever. Random whatevers are fine, but a a time day where you just go fucking ballistic on a buffet and just like fall off the wagon entirely, that's where people go south. That's where people fuck up their whole everything. You know, um it's just a matter of being consistent. Not perfect, but consistent. But most people have such it goes back to extremism. Most people have such an extreme crazy all or nothing rigid diet that they get rid of all their fun, their favorite foods. And then they feel like they have to binge versus if you want a donut, have a donut, make it work in your diet. I did it last year and I lost 30 pounds. I'm a daily donut, had a donut every single day in my calories for six months. And I lost 30 pounds because my calories were in check and my other stuff was in check. But does that make sense? Consistency is the name of the game with this, because if you can't be consistent, if it's not sustainable or you couldn't do it for the next seven years, then you're fucked right? So that's why when you do this, think about like, okay, what, like, imagine this, this is, I made a post about this today. It's, this is not how this game goes, but I want you to imagine it does. Imagine that in order for you to get results, they're not a slow progression where you slow, slowly and steadily get results. I want you to just go into this imagining that basically, um, imagine that you have to be consistent for an entire year and you won't change at all. You have, you have, you'll, as in you have to be perfectly consistent for the next year with zero things, anything, zero to show for it. But then once at the end of a year, you hit your one year of being consistent mark, it's like Aladdin's genie snaps his magic fingers and you get the goal you wanted. It's almost like, imagine like you just like, imagine like instead of getting paid every two weeks or every week or however your boss pays you, imagine if you you busted your ass all year and then he just wrote you one big check. I want you to act like your results with fat loss and fitness are like that. You're going to bust your ass, put in the work, be consistent, but you got to be consistent for a full year. And as soon as you have one year of being consistent, then you get your result. Because guess what's going to happen if you do that? You're going to go, oh, oh, I can't do keto for a year. Oh, I can't get rid of sugar for a year. Oh, I can't get rid of carbs for a year. Oh, I can't give up alcohol for a year. Exactly. You're going to have to learn moderation and you're going to have to learn sustainability. You're going to have to learn about what you can do that you can keep up for the rest of your life. And then it also, it takes the pressure off because when you're like, oh my gosh, it's been 12 weeks and I haven't lost weight. Like it takes all that off. That's how I want you to approach this, but you have to be consistent. The last one, and this is kind of meh, but like it's on the list because I see a lot of people do it. Um, and this one's more of a very specific thing versus a more open-ended thing. Um, overeating healthy foods. It's one of the biggest things, biggest mistakes most people make. Most people take the same bad habit they of overeating to quote unquote, healthy food or their diets food. You know what I mean? So most people, you know, ate like an asshole prior to dieting. Then they're like, all right, I'm going to get on a diet and lose weight. And then they just like go overeat chicken, rice, broccoli, freaking organic grass fed pizza and shit, whatever. Like, do you see what I mean? It's just like, if someone had a bad habit, like with one thing, they're going to have a bad habit with the next, unless you fix the habit. Like imagine if I have like, um, let's say I have a small house and I can't keep it clean. And I say, okay, I'm just going to get a bigger house because I'll, that, that'll fix the problem. Like, no, 
you know, I'm just going to take the same bad habit to that house or like the same person. If someone cheated on his last seven girlfriends and he's like, no, this one's different. He's going to cheat on her too. Right? So it's the same thing. If whatever you're doing in the past wasn't working, like let's say you were just overweight and you like, you ate like an asshole and you all the whatever. And then you're like, okay, I'm just going to switch to all healthy food. And then all of a sudden you're like, you just overeat the healthy food or, or the keto food or the paleo food or overeating your fasting window, whatever. If you don't physically change the problem, your diet is not going to get fixed either. That's why calories and portions and stuff is such a big deal is because guess what? If you know how many calories you're eating, you can keep it in check versus if you're, if you're like, no, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to go from eating like, uh, 300 calories worth of chips to 700 calories worth of peanut butter because it's healthy. Like, no, you're still going to stay fat or people like, or you go from like, well, I'm going to go from eating mac and cheese to this 1200 calorie acai bowl shake thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm all about trying to make better decisions, but guess what? If your goal is to lose weight and you don't get your calorie difference, like that deficit, it's not going to matter. You could switch to organic avocado and acai bowls and, and crazy shake juices. But guess what? It's the, why I made a post on Instagram that just went ape shit the other day and negativity is because guess what? 500 calories of healthy food is the same as 500 calories of unhealthy food. Not that I like labeling individual foods like that, but because guess what? 500 calories is still 500 calories. If I have a gallon of milk in front of me and I dump it out and I fill that gallon with water, guess what? Whether milk or water or pop or tea or gasoline, a gallon of milk only holds a gallon of fluid ounces. Obviously, yeah, milk, tea, gasoline, all that stuff is different. But guess what? From a metric side, gallon is a gallon in the same way as a calorie is a calorie. If you eat 3,000 calories a day of junk food, and but then you go to 4,000 calories a day of organic food, you'll still stay, you'll, you'll gain weight because calories always matter. So that's, that's the fourth one. That's so guys, there you go. Those are the, or not the fourth or fifth one. That's the, the big five. The biggest reason or the, the biggest mistakes most people make while dieting is rushing the process quitting, having extremes and all or nothing mentalities, being consistent as a whole, then overeating healthy foods. Cause I'm telling you guys, that's, that's, that's it right there. You avoid, you, you like know those five going into this and this game gets a hell of a lot easier. Cause here's the thing, transforming your body, fitness, fat loss, feeling better, looking better and becoming, getting in a better place. Of course it's hard. There's sacrifices that's going to have to be made, but I promise you right now, it is not the hell everyone on Instagram makes it out to be. you you can eat more than 1200 calories. You don't need to get rid of your carbs. You can still enjoy your favorite foods like cookies, cakes, alcohol, whatever in moderation. You don't have to live in the gym. This game doesn't have to suck as much as um, a lot of people make it out to be. So, and if you would like low key plug right here, I'm telling you, if you need help with this, I have, I have right now in my Instagram bio, the link to join my tribe um, without getting, I could, put a whole episode together why I think the tribe's so awesome. But if you guys don't know what my tribe is, it's basically my closest inner circle of uh, the people I work with. So um, in terms of like, I have worked with people one-on-one privately, that's my more exclusive stuff. But then I also work with a lot of people in my tribe where I can coach because I wanted to have an option where I could help a lot of people, a lot more people without having to charge a lot of money because one-on-one coaching isn't scalable and it's, uh, and it's really expensive. So the tribe, I only charge $10 a month for it. And I'm telling you, it will change your entire life because I teach in there the strategies, the tools, the tactics, and give you the support to move everything for you forward. 
because you're also going to be dropped and put right in the, in the most amazing group of people, this amazing family. That's why I call it the tribe of people who actually love you, support you, and is going to be there for you. I'm telling you, it's a magical, special little place that's going to level you up because in all reality, we're, we're us adults are no different than kids, right? If you take a good kid, put him around bad kids, good behaviors start to go south, right? You and I both know that us adults are no different. Half of the bullshit you struggle with is because of who you hang out with. And if I drop you, even if it's on, even in the online world, I drop you in a private community of people who are like-minded, who want the goals that you want. And everyone is busting their ass working together to get to their goals. And everyone else is winning. You're naturally going to be more inclined to win just because I'll drop you in, in that family. So that's what I'm throwing out there to you. If you need help and want help, I'm telling you that it's a great place to start. Um, and to really get the help you need and get around people that are good for your goals and mental health. So, but right now I have uh, the link in my bio right now is the sign up for that. Um, so you can go over to my Instagram at real Jared Hamilton, or if it's not there, when, whenever you're listening to the show, um, you can shoot me an email, Jared at Hamilton trained.com and just tell me you want the tribe link and I'll shoot it right over to you. So otherwise, thanks for listening to today's episode. I'll talk to you next time.